Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we have a chat to English actor Oliver Rice, who you may know playing Simon Atwater in the TV show Chesapeake Shores. He's also in Alter Carbon, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and the movie Always Be My Maybe. We have a talk about all of these projects, as well as go back to the beginning and find out how he got into acting and whether there was any other careers he wanted to pursue. There's so much to cover, so let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Raise it all. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Buttrose. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. Raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. <laughs> Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. I heard raving. We're raving it up. <laughs> Oliver, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to have you on our show. How are you going today? So good. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. I know you're a busy guy, so I appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> No, of course, of course. Uh, Since this is your first time on our show, we'd actually love Mm -hmm. to start from the beginning, if that's okay, to get to know you a little bit better and find out how you've made it to where you are today. So when I was doing a bit of research on you, is it true that you were only a kid when you discovered your love for acting and knew that it was what you wanted to do for the rest of your life? That's so young, you know? How did that happen? Was it drama in school or just watching movies? Yeah, I don't know that I um, thought that it was something that I wanted to do necessarily, but I, yeah, like I suppose it. I always, yeah, I loved acting at school, doing school plays and uh, yeah, any opportunity to, you know, school assemblies and stuff to have a little fun. Um, I loved uh, Bugsy Malone and <laughs> Les Mis Rob. They're like both of them musicals, which and I'm not very, I can't sing. So I don't do musicals, but I, I wanted to play Gavroche in Les Mis Rob. I saw it when I was like 10 with my dad and my nana. And, that is uh, young yeah. for Les Mis. <laughs> oh, it was so, I, maybe, yeah, I think I was 10. I remember it well. I like grew up in the suburbs of London and we got like a black cab into town. It was such a big deal for me. And uh, yeah, I just loved being in the theatre and uh, seeing the kids that, that were playing, you know, Gavroche. Um, yeah, I just, I wanted to do it. And yeah, Bugsy Malone as well, you know, seeing kids acting and, you know, firing the splurge guns and running in the, <laughs> in the cars, 
yeah it, it really excited me but then you know I I did plays through school and when I was 16 I, my my school finished and I had to go to a new school from like 16 to 18 I went to quite an academic school um and so it wasn't really like presented as an option to to be an actor I suppose and so I I went to law school and I did a law degree but while I was there that's when I sort of realized that you know acting could be could be a thing um I guess I didn't really have that much passion for law I enjoyed it I enjoyed the degree I finished it which uh you know I took good congrats it, you know, <laughs> thanks you know that, that was that was nice that was good that I finished but um but it wasn't really something you wanted to do for the rest of your life. Oh, just and I could see all the people that I was studying with. They really wanted it. They really wanted to be lawyers, and a lot of them uh, obviously now are. And you know, good for them. Yeah. Uh, that was the sensible choice to be a lawyer. Um, hey, but you're the one on TV theater. and movies now, so. <laughs> well, you know, who's I'm got always, the better you know, gig? <laughs> they've got the 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 steady regular paycheck. They know That's it's true. coming, yeah. uh, which is nice, <laughs> especially as you get older and have a family and things. It's nice to know that you've, you know, the money's coming in. And I'm sure, sure they've worked through COVID as well. <laughs> yeah, or to be, to be honest, we'll probably get onto that, but you know, yeah. uh, COVID hasn't been terrible in this part of the world. I'm in Vancouver, uh, in Canada, and uh, you know, we've, oh, we've been pretty busy. Still needed entertainment for for us people stuck at home. So it's yeah, been good and I, you know, I you think, guys a little bit. Yeah, we've been lucky here. The way that the local government, uh, the provincial government, and the federal government in Canada has responded pretty well, I think, to the to the pandemic. And so work has been pretty steady oh, uh, in good. film and TV here uh, through well, the pandemic. Touch wood. <laughs> yeah, it stays yeah, that yeah. way for you. I hope so. Um, but yeah, going back to starting out, when so when I was at university, we had this great theatre uh, where I went to university. And so I spent so much time doing plays, acting in plays and directing plays, probably to the detriment of my uh, degree. But um, yeah, I realised that that's what I wanted to do. And so when I was studying for my finals, I was also auditioning for drama school, oh, uh, which is a pretty intense time. Um, but yeah, it all worked out. I got it into a, a good drama school. I went there after university and then, yeah, I've just been on a sort of up and down. Ever since. Trajectory ever since, yeah. So do you think there were any other careers that you wanted to pursue when you were younger? You know, obviously with being in the UK, and I don't want to be stereotypical, but it's, you know, quite a huge football culture there. Did you ever want to get into football? Or I know you're a fan yourself, but, or in, any sports? Well, do you know, I would have loved to have been a football player, but I just didn't have the talent. Uh, I played a lot of football. I played rugby. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't good enough. So, and I figure I, I think I worked that out, you know, early on. Early age, yep. Um, I loved it. Um, but yeah, I was never going to be a professional. I still love to, you know, kick a football around. And I, yeah, I played in a tournament a couple of years ago, just before the pandemic, I suppose. Oh, and cool. um, it was great. I loved it and just realized how unfit and old I was. You know, if you don't keep things up regularly, oh, I just, I remember walking off and both my ankles and my knees, just the pain. And I hadn't <laughs> been like in a crunching tackle. No one had injured me or fouled me. I was just in pain because I played 90 minutes of football. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty, uh, pretty harsh realization. Mm. Um, but no, I, I was never going to be a professional 
uh, sportsmen. Um, but I guess I you still have the honest. law degree to kind of fall back upon, right? Because they always, you know, a lot of people do have those plan Bs, as they like to call it, especially with how hard it is to, when starting out especially, to try to get that big break. Yeah. Well, I remember some, I did get some advice. Uh, I can't remember who it was now, but it did stick with me. Who was it? I can't think, but I was told, you know, don't have a plan B. Because mm. if you have a plan B, it's something to fall back on. You inevitably do fall back because, you yeah. know, there are always going to be times. Start not focusing on plan A, which is the important one. <laughs> yeah. So just, and I don't know whether that is just sort of stubbornness or laziness or what it is, but I've just, you know, just going to keep don't cracking think it's laziness. <laughs> no, I don't, to be honest, no, I don't think it's laziness. I think the laziness is just, you know, I, you know, at times in my life, I thought, well, what else could I do? Mm. And everything just seems like such hard work to, to <laughs> start at the bottom and try and find, you know, a new career that would be challenging. But yeah. fortunately, within this, you know, the career that I have at uh, the industry that I've, you know, gone into, there are lots of different things that I can do. So I have, you know, started to explore doing different things like writing and yeah. uh, maybe directing one day in the future. But uh, yeah, and maybe producing things. So yeah it's good there's lots of different potential avenues to yeah, go down there's lots but if i wasn't going to be an actor, umbrella <laughs> yeah i was going to be i was going to be a policeman that was my my policeman okay that's different back. yeah there was like a a sort of fast track in the metropolitan police that my degree would have sort of helped me yeah. into and so i was sort of filling in the paperwork and the applications for that at the same time as writing my finals and auditioning for drama school so oh my, my goodness choice was sort of and I auditioned for four drama schools I thought I'd I'd picked sort of there's a lot of good drama schools in the UK but I picked four that I thought were the best four and also the only four where you didn't have to sing at the first audition so I was like <laughs> right so I'm not going to apply to anymore if I get into one of those four that's what I'm going to do and if I don't then I'm going to join the Metropolitan Police Oh, you left and, uh, it to the universe to decide. <laughs> yeah, I think I was, I was, I think I was lucky. I don't think I would have fared that well as a as a copper, to be honest. Oh well, but who knows? You you also got like to play what one, you're most passionate about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it yeah, seems I like so. you, I think it's important to follow. Yeah, you love the acting. Your passion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I have heard too, acting is not the only art form that you do enjoy too. You're a big music fan. And is it true that you're in a band at one point? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, or do we I, have to update I, the internet? <laughs> yeah, where did you read that? I was, yeah. I did, did my research. That? You have done your research. I did a big stalk. Oh, hello. hello. This is Rowan. <laughs> Hi, Rowan. <laughs> he can't hear you, but um, he's very excited. I'll just he wave. Said, uh, <laughs> He said, uh, will he get to be on YouTube? So, Oh, yes, he'll YouTube. get to be on YouTube now. Your YouTube debut, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, so bands. Well, I lived, uh, the last place I lived in in London, um, I lived with a bunch, there was five of us, and we were all actors and musicians. I lived with two drummers, and they're two of my best, best friends, James and Matisse. And they played in lots of different bands and they were very kind and always sort of welcomed me into their sort of you know uh musical endeavors and so I did I played in a couple of I played in a band called the Bam Bam Drum Band oh that's cool 
and uh, we played festivals and did some sort of corporate gigs. It was great. I played percussion. I was the least talented, but maybe the most enthusiastic member of the band. And, That's what matters. Uh, oh, we just had fun. We had so much fun. Oh. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. So nothing in the future with music? Hey, I'll always bang a drum if someone wants me yeah. to bang a drum. I've got, <laughs> Give me an I've instrument, got I'll try. I've got drums now. Yeah, so I have a cajon and a, a djembe and pandero and lots of different sort of percussion instruments that I love to to hit. But uh, I don't, uh, yeah, maybe one day. Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe. One day. I'm trying to band. <laughs> when I was in Vancouver and was a mediocre percussionist. I'm here. That's why I'm they ready. put you on percussion. <laughs> yeah. Although they say that, right? So someone asked me, I was talking to someone, they said, oh, what were you? Were you playing the, the triangle? I was like, no, the triangle's pretty, pretty tricky. I didn't get onto triangle. <laughs> I'm serious. Triangle's pretty tricky. Yeah, my friend Sean would play the triangle. I'd be mesmerized. He'd be like, the different things you could do with the triangle. I don't keep <laughs> what practicing. What you put on then? Um, a shekere. Yeah. You know, shekere. It's like a big sort of gourd with beads, and you shake it and you do fun stuff. A ganza, which is like a cool little instrument with little symbols that you shake. Shakers. I did a lot of shaking. Yep. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like Bez in the Happy Mondays, if you know the Happy Mondays. I was there for the vibes, not really the talent. Yeah, yeah that's what you said. You got the enthusiasm <laughs> to be on that's stage. It. Yeah. <laughs> and you faked it. it till you made it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback or ebook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. There is even an audiobook version coming very soon. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. You did graduate from the Oxford School of Drama, right? In 2005. But your first credited appearance wasn't actually until 2007 in a short film called Honeymoon. How long do you think you were working on hard on your craft for and auditioning for before getting that first big break? Was it just those two years or longer? Because, you know, they always say it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. (laughs) I mean, okay, so that definitely wasn't a big break, that movie. I know that's my first credit in uh, on IMDb. I'll tell you the truth about that one. I was in a service station driving out to Wales. And while I was there, someone came up to me and went, oh, we're shooting a, a, a movie here. And um, we, w- you're going to be in the background. So would you just sign this waiver to say that that's okay? <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. Like, great. So now, I wanted to be so an that's actor. that's my big break. <laughs> See, so it was even longer. I was right. Service station and... You know, could have been anybody. Possible. Um, yeah, it definitely could have been anybody. Um, but no, I worked hard. Like out of drama school, I I got a job quite 
early on doing the theatre tour around Europe. Um, so I was, I was kind of mainly in, in working in theatre in the UK, uh, lots of fringe theatre and like off West End stuff and little tours. I did a tour of Europe and a, a couple of little tours around the UK. Um, so yeah, I was working hard. Um, it was tricky, to be honest, to get into like film and TV in the UK. Mm. Um, yeah, I found that, you know, that was part of, a big part of what precipitated my move to North America was, you know, the, the content that is made in the UK, I think is amazing, but there's not a great deal of it. And mm. it's, it's tricky, you, you know, oftentimes you find the same people cropping up in everything. It's quite hard to break into that circle. Um, so yeah, I did a lot of I did a lot of theatre um, and made you know short films with friends and uh, was always trying to be busy and creative and and sort of make stuff for myself mm. uh, and and collaborate with friends. I was lucky where I lived in North London. There was a whole bunch of of actors um, and musicians and just creative people and. Uh, yeah, we made the most of that time and did lots of things for ourselves, which, you know, some of my favorite memories, some of the best times yeah. were, you know, really struggling, not, you know, struggling to make rent and all <laughs> of that, but just having fun and going out and doing stuff, making things happen. Yeah. Doing, you know, fringe theatre for no money. And, for, you know, sometimes, you know, there might be 10 people in the audience. Well, just be appreciative for it, the, you know? the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's a good, um, sort of apprenticeship or internship into the industry just oh, definitely. keep working I think it would be very difficult I admire people that you know at 19 20 go straight into a big show or a big movie like that's great yeah um but uh yeah I admire it because you know you're coming from it must be you have you must have a lot of confidence to and I think I I needed to build my confidence I did that by sort of the hard yards theater and doing yeah i think so yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. i feel like you need that as well because then yeah you appreciate that not that you wouldn't really appreciate the big opportunity in the first place but i mean you know you it gets you kind of prepped and ready for anything and everything whether you're going to improvise or memorize yeah. a script yeah i think so and it makes you grateful when the 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 other sort of work does start to come in yeah like, oh i've put i put the work in i'm grateful for this opportunity I so get what to year do, do you think now. you got to... you know a big break then so it's 2005 you graduated um i don't know i don't know but you know i i feel like uh i hope there's more big breaks still down the road to oh, come definitely. i think everything is a break every time you get to work with someone new uh, every time you get to, you know, try your hand at a different genre or a different sort of a way of working, that's all, all, all a, you know, a big break in there. <laughs> where, where are you going? <laughs> are you He's monkeys? lurking in the background. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think that recently I've had some good, uh, good gigs that uh, I've really enjoyed working on uh working on Chesapeake Shores was uh really nice yeah I was uh, about was to bring that up that I did that was you know continuous over a number of seasons well I was gonna um, make the joke that you just seem to be taking over Netflix you're like yeah like here you're there yeah <laughs> you're everywhere you know what? you're just popping up it was, it was quite funny the other day uh not, yeah a little while ago um we turned on Netflix you know they have the like the opening screen and it has yeah. all the different shows and uh 
it was just on and uh, I was with my girlfriend. I was like, oh, I'm in that one and that one and that one. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, you got Chesapeake Shores. You got what? Altered Carbon. You got Always Be My Baby. You're just, you're just popping up. Take over Netflix, Oliver. <laughs> well, I don't know about taking over, but it's nice to be, it's nice to be on there. It's not like Netflix is, I've really enjoyed all the projects that I've worked uh you know worked on that have been for netflix uh sabrina was a really yeah that's cool, another one cool show that i enjoyed working on so yeah, yeah it's nice. good because it's it's global too yeah. and obviously we're getting it here in australia as well so yeah all yeah, over which is interesting <laughs> i have some good uh really great uh australian friends that um you know you guys get about and you know i meet plenty of australians here there's lots here but also in london I had lots of Australian friends that would tend to be there for a couple of years and mm. maybe then move back home uh, and and Kiwi friends as well. And it's been nice because, uh, you know, it's hard to stay in touch with people. Easier now, you know, you know, easy with Facebook and stuff. But you still don't tend to do it on a regular, just like, oh, mm. chat to, uh, you know, so-and-so over there. Yeah. Um, but it's nice because I get messages every now and again from Australia, using different parts of the world saying, oh, I saw you in... Sabrina, or I saw you in Old Carbon. Yeah. And then that sort of instigates a, a catch-up, which is nice. Oh, that is nice. Well, I do yeah. want to talk about Chesapeake Shores. It's one of my favourite shows, by the way. I love it, love nice. it, love it. So many of you know, many of us know you from playing Simon Atwater. And I really want to, you know, can you take us back to the beginning with the whole journey for you? How was the audition process? And was Simon someone you automatically resonated with? Yeah, I guess yeah, he's course. you know an English dude <laughs> in a North American uh, world. So yeah, I could uh, relate to that. He's a he was he's a pretty uh, successful novelist, uh, which you know I don't necessarily <laughs> doesn't resonate so well. But it was um, it was great. The audition process was interesting. I was the character was initially going to be. Um, not such a nice guy. Someone that came into Brie O'Brien's life, um, sort of charmed her. He was going to charm her. And then she was going to realize quite quickly, I think in the space of three episodes, that he wasn't what he claimed to be, mm. that he was a, a charlatan really. And he, he, I think that the idea was that he was American pretending to be British <laughs> uh, to try and, you know, I don't know why you would do that, to try and, I don't know, be different, get ahead. Uh, I don't know. Maybe because the women find the English accent sexy. I don't know. <laughs> no like idea. Like she'll fall for it. <laughs> she'll fall for the Englishness. And then it was going to be revealed that he was actually American and was just a complete uh, sham. Um, and that was going to, that was all going to take place within three episodes. And then when I got there, I don't know, I guess um, I, 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 I knew Amelia, who plays Brie, Amelia Uller. Um, I I knew her and we we're, we're good friends and so I think just the two characters they kind of hit it off and uh, we worked nicely together and they had a change of heart and they ended up keeping me for three seasons which was really nice yeah uh, like oh yeah, he's too I mean, nice for to be a mean character <laughs> yeah well I think that just the way it went like I played plenty of not so nice guys yes. Uh, but I think this one, yeah, it just, it seemed to, they seemed to hit it off. And it, there was some nice little uh, back and forth between them. It, it, I think that uh, Simon it was a good foil for her. She was sort of 
really trying to establish herself in this literary world and he was already established and so they were he was able to you know help her out in a way but then also they they sort of he she saw him as a bit of a sellout because he was yeah. writing these sort of sickly uh kind of you know boring chick lit yeah novels Not and novels. she you know had you know yeah she had she but she had you know aspirations to you know win pulitzer prizes or booker prizes mm. and so they would hit it off and uh, they would sort of butt heads and i think that that, that you know in a show that there wasn't a great deal of conflict that was a sort of nice little conflict that they had this sort yeah. of intellectual back and forth uh so I, mean, I think it, it was nice it worked and so we got a much longer arc yeah three seasons rather than three episodes so even though it was three seasons it was still quite you know a small part for you how much filming did you have to do was it just one day here and there you just have to keep traveling yeah so i'd go it's filmed on vancouver island okay. um uh, which is sort of a two-hour ferry or a 20-minute seaplane uh, from Vancouver, the city. Um, so, yeah, they filmed for three months, I think, maybe three and a half months the season. And so I would, yeah, fly back and forth, back and forth. Like, yeah, you wouldn't be uh, there for the whole three months. No, I wouldn't be there for the whole time. So they would, I would, this is another thing with Simon, is that I'd show up in uh, Chesapeake Shores and then, do it you know we'd have you know an episode or two episodes and then Simon would go off to do a talk book at tour, yeah. Harvard or a you know a book signing in Chicago wherever it was or go back to London to see his family so I would do and, and they're shot in blocks two episode blocks so I'd go over shoot all of my stuff for one block and then I'd come back to Vancouver sometimes I'd be shooting something else at the same time mm. um which was always nice. Um, and then I'd go back. And so I'd just do back and forth, which was wow. great. I, I, I really loved it. The, the place where it's filmed is amazing. Yeah, it's just a picture of a real place because, like, I want to live there. It's beautiful. It really is. So it's shot mainly around Parksville, um, Qualicum Beach, and Nanaimo, yeah. and a really beautiful part of the world. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I just want to sit right outside that house on that seat right near the water. Oh, yeah, breathtaking. Yeah, that house is pretty special. Yeah. yeah. Be a good holiday house for us all to own. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful holiday home for somebody. I don't yes. know who owns it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a quite a special place. And did you ever have any difficulty, like, memorising your lines? Because obviously with Simon being, you know, a novelist and really knowing the English language so well. He's got so much, I, I want to say, impressive dialogue. <laughs> I mean, I think the writers did enjoy leaning into Simon's uh, wordiness. Yes. Uh, no, I wouldn't say it was necessarily difficult to learn the lines. Sometimes, you know, this happens a lot with different projects, but definitely on this one. There'd be quite a lot of rewrites and things, so that could be a challenge if, you know, you, you've got a scene and you get, you know, your one draft and you learn that. And then two days before, they change it completely. They change it again. <laughs> and then on the night before, they change it again. So then you've got three different versions of the same scene in your head. So when it comes to actually shooting, sometimes like a line from the first draft will drop in and you're like, ah, and it can be a bit confusing. Yeah. Um, 
but no, I really enjoyed, I, I enjoyed how they made, you know, he was quite stereotypically English, but then there were some interesting things like parallels. There was the character of Caroline. So Simon writes all these Caroline novels. It's yeah. always Caroline, Caroline and Carolina and all of these. And then the character Caroline, uh, played by Kimberly Sustat, who's great. She came into the series and um, it was a bit of a, to make a bit of a love triangle and to see, you know, Brie getting a little bit jealous because obviously Simon had loved this woman enough to base all these novels. Right on, over on that, her. yeah. And um, they were, we, were we were talking at the cafe and uh, the Caroline character was saying, oh, do you remember, you know, when we were at Oxford and um, we all went swimming in, in, in the river, uh, in, in the River Cherwell, uh, and that was like a, a little. And I, so I, I went to the writers. I was like, "Where did you get that idea from? That you know, after after their lecture, they all went to the river and all went swimming in the river." He's like, "Oh, you know, we just thought it'd be fun, and we, we, you know, we looked at Oxford and we looked at like there's the River Cherwell. We thought, oh, you know, that would be good because that actually happened. Like <laughs> when I was at Oxford at drama school, we all after one day it was super hot." And where our school was, was on the Blenheim Palace estate. So it's quite a way out of Oxford. So we'd all get school bus to and from. And so we were on the bus coming back into Oxford. So hot. So we're like, well, let's just go down to the river. So we all went down to the river and went skinny dipping. And so it was like, it was very strange that, you know, this event that actually happened somehow found its way into the show. Wow, pretty much. That gives me chills. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. And the writers loved that fact that it was it was a real thing. Yeah. Authentic. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they drop things in, like they say that um that Simon was born in North Wales and grew up in London, which is, you know, exactly what my life was. What happened so. with you? <laughs> yeah. They just literally yeah. wrote it for you, Oliver. <laughs> yeah, I mean they could have come up with something original. Yeah, I know, it right? Took my no. life. <laughs> no, they were great. I loved them. Uh, really great to work with. Well, you've uh, said in a previous yeah. interview too that you've done that you're kind of hoping for a bit of a spin-off show in a way because of all Simon's travels around the world. We'd love to see that, and you have Wouldn't mentioned. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, Simon mentions in the show that his family is as complicated as the O'Briens. I think it would be really, really cool to watch. It'd be entertaining. I think so. Unfortunately, I think that Bree may have moved on from Simon. Well, she mentioned it uh, the other day. I think it was the first or second episode. Yeah, while I was in the UK, I had dinner with Simon and his new girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, so it looks like Simon's moved on. <laughs> well, as long as Simon's doing all right. Yes. I'm glad to hear that he is. And you, hey, you're still being mentioned in the show, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe one day he'll come back. Yeah. Maybe. And fingers crossed about a spinoff. I think it'd be really cool. Let's get all the fans just to write to like Hallmark Channel or something. Take that sort Please of idea. Do. Yeah. It's I'm, the only I'll, way yeah. it's going to get made. <laughs> Good. Let's do it. I'm, I'll, I'll get on to Amelia and see if she's up for it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> and I have t heard uh, as well that you and Britt Irvin, who plays Danielle in the show, are in the early stages of developing and writing your own script, kind of would you be perfect for Hallmark? What, is that still in the pipeline or was that kind of just yeah. an idea that? I mean, it was an idea that we had when we were on set and um, yeah, we just were throwing around some fun, fun little ideas and then the pandemic sort of, 
hit and so we had time on our hands and uh Brit was pregnant and so we just sort of got down to writing and so we have we have a we have a script and we've optioned it um and so we'll see we'll see hopefully it will get uh it will get made uh maybe early next year fingers crossed i can't wait i hope so i hope so it's a lot of uh yeah a lot of love went into writing it it was such a fun process mm. and one that i'm really grateful that i got to do with brit i think uh i've tried to sort of i've had ideas and thought about writing things in the past it's very difficult to get beyond the early sort of mm. ideas but when you're working with someone when you're collaborating I think there's a real you have this added impetus that you're doing it together and that you can kind of keep each other in check and keep pushing each other on. Uh so yeah and w- w- you know we made a great writing team I think so. Well, maybe yeah. there'll be future ones as well if this one's successful. Yeah, I hope so. We have ideas. We have ideas sort of uh percolating. Is um, there a title for this one that you can share or do we have to wait? <laughs> well, not not really. There That's is. Okay. It's a sort of working title, so it probably wouldn't stay the same. Anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, but it's. But you know what you have to do, Oliver. You have to come back on the show when it does get released. All right, and we'll talk about it. I would it. love to. I would love to, Lauren. Because <laughs> I want to hear all about it, the whole process. <laughs> okay. There's yeah. only so much we can fit into this interview with all the amazing things that you've done. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. No, seriously, there's there's heaps. <laughs> Did you know Rave It Up now has a private Facebook group where we give away regular prizes and you get to have a sneak peek at what we're up to? You'll get to see some fun behind the scenes action and can be part of the interview process yourself, just like a real journalist. So come join us and share your passion for entertainment with all of our other fans. Just search Rave It Up Community on Facebook and we look forward to getting to know Do you love the world of entertainment? And do you love writing? Well, you could be perfect to join Rave It Up. We are currently looking for talented new writers to write for our website, raveituptv.com. You must speak fluent English and be passionate about everything entertainment, from celebrities to movies and music. If you're interested, please email us at info at raveituptv.com. In this day and age, we are surrounded by technology and electricity all the time, like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now, and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. I do want to talk about the chilling adventures of Sabrina, which is also on Netflix for people to check out. I was having a look on Instagram and you have like such a scary character look. Is that just yeah. makeup or a mask? And was it comfortable? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was, it was quite a process. So I did an episode, I think it's season four or, or maybe three. 
I think there were five in total. Or there four? There's either four or five. So it was the penultimate. Fans will have to watch all of season three and four to find you. <laughs> yeah, it was the penultimate season. I played um, Barabbas. And um, I I got to wear like a big wig. And uh, yeah, I had a cool, cool little beard. And it didn't look very much like me. I've got a beard no. now, but this is for a job I'm doing right now. Um, and it was really great. I really enjoyed it. And then I got a call uh, for the next season and they said, oh, we want you to come back. And, and I was like, why can I come back? Like I played Barabbas, he died. Yeah. And like, that was him done. Um, but they wanted me to play Lazarus. So I think I'm just like the go-to sort of- hey, The great thing about biblical, makeup and stuff. <laughs> yeah, biblical You look different character. in every single thing. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I was like, well, how am I going to do, how am I going to play another character? I've clearly already played. And they went, no, 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 you're going to have so much makeup on. You're playing Lazarus, who's like, and, and he's, you know, 2,000 years old, the undead. Uh, you know, you'll be, you'll be disguised by makeup. So, yeah. So then I, they had a, such an amazing team of, uh, you know, special effects makeup uh, department. And, yes, yeah, so I had a full cast made of my head. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, I went in, we did like some makeup tests and it took, I say it was probably two, two and a half hours to get it all on. Wow. So they put, it's like a big latex mask that they put on. Oh, I had a bald cap and it was yeah. all bald. And then this full latex mask, I guess mask, which is like prosthetic. Mm. And then it gets like glued in and then painted in and then airbrushed and all to make it look. It seamlessly. looked amazing. 2000 years old yeah it was great and then you know this long wig and then the the character uh he has two coins over his eyes uh which was quite challenging so that it was all attached and so they put that around my eyes and these two coins and they had tiny like pinholes in them yeah because i was about to say how do you see you could see anything and especially we're shooting it outside in the dark but, and I had zero peripheral vision, so I always had people like guiding me around. Um, Trust exercises. Also, we were playing a, a game. Yeah, we were playing a game called Senate, which is similar, I guess, kind of like a chess sort of board game. And so I had to like move my pieces very specifically on this game. I couldn't see a thing. So I was just like, <laughs> Have I got the right piece? <laughs> yeah, and I had like these prosthetic like fingernails to make me look so old. And so I'm just like knocking pieces over every time <laughs> it was quite a challenge but they were very patient and it was yeah. lots of fun well it's a new new experience for you it's not something you get to do for every single movie or show you're in yeah no it's great and there's something about like wearing a mask that you can hide behind it's something that we you know we did at drama school quite a bit of work on mask work because yeah. honestly you put a mask on anybody and even if it's just like a blank mask people start acting completely differently because, you know, we have, you know, metaphorical masks that we put on and take off and have yeah, different for situations. Yeah, specific characters, but to actually have yeah, but just a in mask. life, you know, just in life, we always, everyone's wearing a different mask at different times, depending mm. on who you're talking to and how comfortable you feel and the environment that you're in. So, but when you, you know, so when you work with masks, it's really useful. It's really helpful to, like, it's easy to get into character when you turn and look in the mirror and you see like a 2000 year old man looking back. He's like, right, well, it's not Ollie. Yeah. Definitely Lazarus now. Does yeah. it, it take that long to also take it off or is that a lot quicker? No, that's a lot quicker. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. And you have like 
two or three people just sort of using oils and things to loosen it and pull it off and it's quite fun to yeah rip it off like yeah. i'm ready to get this thing off me now <laughs> yeah probably had it on yeah, for it hours great. right it's a big relief yeah yeah so that i think probably the longest i'd have had that on would be probably 12 hours wow that's a long yeah. time yeah and it's a long day when you've got you know two hours to get into it 12 hours and then yeah, you want to get that off as quickly as possible. I have real respect for you. Don't All right. <laughs> and anybody who does that, <laughs> we need to respect mm-hmm. actors more. <laughs> oh, I think they get plenty of respect. Well, we, you did also have a um, small part in Always Be My Baby, another great movie on Netflix. See, I told you, you're taking over Netflix. <laughs> and I loved that movie. And you were only on set for one day for that movie I read online, but how was yeah. your experience with it though? Was it fun? Like, I don't know how with that scene with, uh, what's his name, Randall, who plays Marcus, how you mm-hmm. didn't laugh heaps. Like, he is hilarious. He really is. He really is. Uh, but also so, um, like, incredibly professional. So I don't know, it's a strange thing. I've worked with a couple of um, actors that I feel like, Oh, hilarious and you think that you're going to meet them and they're just going to every line they everything they say is just going to be hilarious no he was super nice and uh, um really really lovely and welcoming to the set i was there for one day it's not like you know we're now great mates but he was yeah. just very welcoming we sat down we talked a lot um and he was just quite quite serious and then we'd you know do a scene uh, do a take and he'd just say something completely off the cuff and just something completely random and be so straight faced with it, which that that's the comedy. That's where, you know, that's where the comedy comes from. Like you. I love how your son's popped yeah, up yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a horror movie. You just see face. <laughs> he is a horror movie. He's like the boy in the boy movie. There's heaps There's of them. <laughs> um, yeah, so really fun. And Ali Wong as well. She, I didn't do any scenes with her, but she was, because, you know, they wrote it and they were, uh, exec producing so she was there really just so lovely and so you know funny and she'd like throw lines to Randall to me to say uh and yeah it was just it was a lot of fun so every single take wear... Randall would say something different yeah pretty much wow he just talk about improv different, different things but he was all yeah it was it was a it was really eye-opening it was really interesting to be a part of that and uh yeah and hard to keep a straight face a yeah. lot of the time yeah. <laughs> well, you did a good job, um, even though it was a small it, part. It, you know, people remember. It was you a from fun it. one. You know, <laughs> I got to I got to wear a very nice and very expensive Tom Ford suit, suit yeah. which was you know that was nice. That was fun for me. Um, not so fun for the wardrobe department. I remember, I so I got there and I got into my you know went through hair and makeup, got my uh, my suit on. I mean, it was very expensive. And they kept reminding me how expensive this suit was. Yeah, don't spend and then, anything on it. <laughs> don't rip it. That's it. So I was, I'd been waiting around for quite a while because they were filming some other stuff earlier on in the day. And so I was in my trailer just kind of hanging around circus. And I was really hungry, so hungry. And they were, so I was like, in the end, I was like, can, you, can I just go to a set? Because I just want to get some food, got a crafty, just get something. And um, they're like, oh, well, they're moving from one location to the next. So nothing, you know, is set up so eventually I got to set and I was like one of the first there and the rest of the crew were arriving from their other location and um they had there's a there's a restaurant here called Vidges which is a really great Indian restaurant in in uh, in Vancouver and they have a food truck 
And so the Vidge's food truck turned up on set. So I was like, no one was really around. I'm so hungry. So I just went and went up and I got a big thing of buttered chicken and naan bread. And then I went in and I sat down in the green room and I was just tucking into this, you know, buttered chicken. And then someone, one of the wardrobe people saw me and she went, stop! <laughs> Ran over and she grabbed like a massive sheet, like a huge sheet, and then tried to cover me up <laughs> like a huge bib. I remember I had one mouthful left. I was like, I'm good. I'm already done. I'm, I'm finished. I'm so hungry. I wasn't dropping any. I was starving. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite, yeah. I gave a <laughs> little mini heart attack. Sheet for just one more spoonful. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, that suit was, you know, cost more than I did for that. Yeah. <laughs> that puts it in perspective. Can easily yeah. be replaced just with the suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can be replaced, but the suit, no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> they don't want to buy, pay for a new one. <laughs> no. Well, what a fun experience. I, I'm it was, a little it bit was. jealous. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny as well because that's the, you know, I did half a day's work on that. And um, that's the one that everyone, everyone, like, so people that I haven't seen in a very long time, that's the one I'm getting messages about. Because yeah. everyone seemed to watch that movie. And it is a great movie. I genuinely love it. So, not not uh, Chesapeake yeah. Shores. You even got to have a bigger part in that. Yeah, well, you know, I just, yeah, I don't know that Chesapeake Shores has the same reach as, uh, yeah. as, a, as a big, like, that, you know, rom-com huge movie. The best. They're, mm. the, they're just so great everyone can enjoy them and instead right? of watching the whole Chesapeake Shores and waiting to, yeah. for you to pop up you know you're just watching one movie <laughs> yeah that's it yeah that's it. it was hugely popular from what I gather uh, oh definitely and yeah. deservedly Even so it was, yeah it's great fun yeah of course those big actors come on you know of course it's going to be big <laughs> Ali Wong yeah. love her <laughs> she's amazing yeah <laughs> Looking for news that is fair and unbiased? Visit our friends over at Our Shout Media. For all the latest news from Australia and around the world, as well as their own weekly podcast, Our Shout Media delivers news that you can trust. Check them out at ourshoutmedia.wordpress.com. Our Shout Media, news delivered the Australian way on us. All right, Oliver, I think we should have a little bit more fun and we should play a game now. What do you think? I'm always up for a game. Awesome. I think everyone's up for a game. A little bit of fun. <laughs> we have a game here on Rave It Up called the Two Minute Hot Seat. And what we do is I ask you various questions and you just have to pick your preference. So it's like single dancing, dogs or cats. And you have to answer right. as many questions in two minutes as possible. And then when we finish, we can see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone There's else who's played the game. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, now I'm getting competitive. I'm at the moment in the process of organizing an interview with uh, Megan Ori, who plays Abby on Chesapeake Shores. So maybe you mm. can set the bar nice and high for her and then she can try to beat you. <laughs> okay, I'll do my best. Yes, no pressure. <laughs> All right, let me get my what questions. Is the top, what's the top score right now? The top score is 101. It was her second time playing it. And uh, I think she was just trying to give whatever answer she could just to get to the top. <laughs> But, wow, okay. I know. With with Zoom, it's a you know a little bit more delay, but so I'm going to 101 you... questions. Yeah, in two it was minutes. Very fast. I couldn't even keep up. <laughs> wow. Yes. In how terms, do, yeah. How like, do you ask that many questions? You in that many? Yeah. In, need a prize. In that amount of time. Oh my goodness. 
probably at the top of like Zoom interviews, I want to say, is probably around 54. That was probably because everybody else is kind of in person. So 54 for, for Zoom. <laughs> 54. Okay. So All I'm right. aiming for 54. Yes. And that was a okay. actress from the musical Pippin, the, the main actress. Mm. She did very good. 54. Pippin. I saw that in London yeah. years ago. That's yeah. Gabriel McClinton. Great. Nice. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to give you two minutes, 15, just because it's, you know, over the internet. That's what I've been doing for everybody. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Are you ready, Oliver? I wait. Hang on. Sip of water. Yeah, me too. Let's let's do that. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> All right. You ready Hit now? <laughs> yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Apple or Android? Apple. Rap or rock? Rock. Rock or pop? Rock. Pop or country? Pop. Beach or mountains? Oh, mountains. Beach or pool? Beach. Skiing or snowboarding? Snowboarding. Sun or rain? Sun. Comedy or action? Comedy. Blondes or brunettes? Uh, brunettes. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Sunglasses or hat? Sunglasses. SUV or convertible? Convertible. Mac or PC? Mac. PlayStation or Wii? PlayStation. Clean or messy? Messy. Singing or dancing? Dancing. Do- dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Chinese. Summer or winter? Summer. Kim Kardashian or Scarlett Johansson? Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Oh, Will Smith. Mall or online shopping? Online. Cinema or home movie? Cinema. Ice cream or gelato? Ice cream. Cake or cookies? Cake. Cookies or cookie dough? Cookies. Family or friends? Oh, family. (laughs) Christmas or your birthday? Christmas. Night or day? Night. Bus or train? Train. Straight or curly hair? Uh, Straight. Eye color blue or brown? Blue. Vampire or werewolf? Vampire. Texting or calling? Calling. Los Angeles or New York? New York. Friday or Saturday? Ooh, Saturday. TV or movies? Uh, TV. Coffee or tea? Tea. Snow or surf? Surf. Harry Potter or Twilight? Harry Potter. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Uh, Simpsons. McDonald's or, hung- uh, or Burger King? McDonald's. French fries or chips? Chips. Burger or hot dog? Proper chips. Uh, burger. Ever out of time. Oh. Wow, oh. good job. How many questions do you think lot? you answered in that time? 102. 102. <laughs> you, you're hoping. <laughs> 35. 35. Ooh, a lot more than that. Ooh, 51. Oh, a little, little bit less than that. Oh. You've answered 46 questions. 46 questions. And you're sitting number 41 on the Rave It Up leaderboard. The same amount of questions as Kenny Johnson, who plays Dominic Luca from SWAT, the TV show SWAT, if you've watched that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So 46 questions. Hopefully, if you ever have a plan to come to Australia or I come to Canada. I do plan to come to Australia. 
Oh, awesome. Well, I mean, really? not imminently, but yes. at some point. At definitely. some point. If we do an interview in person, we'll have to play it again. What do you think? Absolutely. You can beat your old score. <laughs> oh, I could definitely beat that. Beat my old score for sure. I'll be practicing. It definitely, it definitely helps when it's in person. I don't, yeah, I don't, there's like... You can ask me questions. He asked me a lot of questions anyway. I do get quite a lot of practice at answering questions. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like you love tea. I loved your, as soon as I copy your tea, you're like, tea. <laughs> That's a big one for me. Yeah, I love my tea. I've yeah. got like a huge selection. Nice. I'm yeah. just one uh, black tea, English breakfast just black tea. tea. Oh. Yeah, of course, you're yeah. pure English, aren't you? <laughs> Fancy, but that's the one thing I think I am stereotypically English. I yeah. was working, I'm working on a job at the moment, and the third AD, I've worked with him a few times. He's really nice, and he went and got me a tea the other day, and uh, he, he keeps knocking, he keeps ribbing me about it because I, like, I just can you get me an English breakfast tea? No, I'm not a diva at all, just so that you know. But I'm like, can I? He offered, I was like, yeah, can I get an English breakfast tea, milk, one sugar? And he came back and he handed me the tea, and I just went to lift the lid. And I went, it's all grey. Because I could smell it, and I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't do Earl Grey, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he keeps ribbing me about that, calling me, a <laughs> calling diva you a diva, <laughs> and telling everybody how I have the nose of a bloodhound because I could smell it was an Earl Grey, even without lifting. As he gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you, you know what you like, and that's what you want. <laughs> yeah, I'm a simple man, simple pleasures. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview now, Oliver, but as a closing statement and was probably the most important question, knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? Holy cow. What would I tell my 14-year-old? It's for myself. Wow. I don't know. That's a tricky <laughs> one. Everything's going to be all right. I think I was struggling with, you know, what I wanted to do and, struggling a little bit with my home life and things when I was 14 mm. and I was pretty, you know, pretty angry young man. And I think, yeah, I'd say that it's, you know, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. I I'll end that. up in Vancouver in a beautiful place with, you know, a pretty cool son. Beautiful son. And a, <laughs> a, an awesome girlfriend and getting to do something that I love to do. So, yeah, I'd say yeah. chill out, man. It's all good. It'll, yeah. it'll work out. Life right. will work out yeah that's great and if the listeners would like to contact you find out what you're up to in the future where should they go where should we go follow you uh they see my personal assistant his name is rowan um he'll sort you out uh but he even has an earpiece in i see yeah yeah you can hear you now um i'd say instagram i think it's oliver m rice yep um i'm not super active on the socials but i try to be um but I'm trying to be better. And Twitter, I guess, as well. I think yep. it's Oliver M. Rice. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Everyone, go follow him. Check out some new movies. And when you eventually do the uh, the lovely movie Hallmark, hopefully, with uh, Britt Irvin, you let us know. Oh, I will. Yeah, I'd love sure. to have you on again. And thank you for today, for all your time and having a chat to oh, us. And we loved hearing you so about much, your career. Lauren. Oh, it's been lovely. Thank you. You're very welcome. Just... Keep in contact, all right? All right, absolutely. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. 
You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.